Welcome to The Resonance, the podcast about the energy industry from Alpha Energy Group. Hello and welcome to an episode of the Alpha Energy Group podcast. I'm Jeremy Nicholson, Corporate Affairs Officer at Alpha, which is an international energy and sustainability consultancy. And today we're looking at European power and gas markets. And I'm delighted to say I'm going, joined by my colleague uh, Petra Puskarova, our European Energy Risk Manager, to tell us all about it. Well, we're coming to the end of the, the winter period in Europe. Uh, what's been happening to LNG supplies, Petra? Are they looking healthy for Europe? What's been happening there? Yes, Jeremy. At the moment, we are looking at more healthy situation when it comes to LNG deliveries into Europe comparing to January, which was basically a dry spell due to most of the cargoes being directed to Southeast Asia due to increased demand in that region. Currently, number of cargoes and levels of LNG that we are receiving are comparable to 2020 levels, but the send-out is still slightly lower as there are some expectations that there could be some short-lived disruption uh, during March as there are currently some delays in LNG loadings in the U.S. Gulf Coast due to the weather condition that interrupted the LNG loadings. Currently, the loadings are back to 30 days average loading capacity and are slowly rising. So on the back of this information, there are some risks into March, but hopefully there will be only short-lived as the loadings are slowly resuming. Well, that's encouraging news for Europe. Who would have thought a state like Texas would be running short of gas, admittedly in extraordinary conditions, and events the other side of the Atlantic have an impact on the European market, which is very dependent on LNG imports, as you say. But the other side of the coin is gas in storage. Is that looking healthy as well, given the kind of winter we've had? Uh, does it suggest that we've got more than enough gas to see us through to the end of the winter period? And how are things are looking like there for the future? Uh, European gas storage have managed to deal comfortably with uh, this winter that has been colder than previous years. If we look at European gas storage in a three years view, then yes, we are looking at levels that are considerably lower than 2020 and 2019. But if we were to look at it from a five years view, it's still sort of in the middle range. So we are looking at levels that are higher comparing to 2017 and 2018 levels that were impacted by weather condition called beast from the east. As you correctly mentioned, we are exiting the peak demand season, but there are still some expectations or risks related to weather into March. Currently, the weather looks to be pointing towards seasonal or just under seasonal norms. So we should not be looking at any further significant drop in these European storage inventories. Whether we are considering these levels extremely bullish, from the five years point of view, it shouldn't be a strongly bullish driver, but we are of course expecting a higher demand from the operators of the storage inventories during summer, as they will have to fill in these inventories before we again enter into winter season. So the expectations of gas prices reaching lows that we observed last year during summer are more unlikely, of course, also from the point of view related to the coronavirus pandemic, as we are unlikely to be looking at the demand destruction and glut from LNG deliveries as we observed last year. 
I think that's a very important point. We all hope as the European economies recover over the summer and uh, into the rest of the year and cause a resumption of industrial and business activity, which will put pressure on demand. So I think consumers need to look out for that. Well, of course, the gas prices have a direct impact on the power markets and there's a relationship there to carbon as well. So what's the impact of all of this been on European power prices, which, of course, vary from one member state to another and, and indeed in the UK? Uh, what does the situation look like there at the moment? European power prices have been extremely volatile during February. We saw the whole energy complex being lifted on higher demand due to the weather condition that triggered increased demand for conventional sources. And we also saw carbon prices testing the above 40 euros per ton territories, which of course again increased European power prices across the board. The impact of gas has been seen in the second half of the month when gas prices started to ease off again in relation to resume in LNG deliveries, but also based on the improved weather forecast. So some of those strong spikes in carbon prices around the mid-month have been to certain extent muted in various European countries. If I was to pick up few countries just as an example, so Germany would be the first due to its uh, high carbon sensitivity. So we saw, of course, strong spike in Germany following the spike in carbon prices. UK power prices have been, especially in the second half of the month, impacted by cheaper gas as most of these LNG deliveries have been actually docking in the UK. So around the middle of the month, the increase from carbon has been nicely muted by cheaper gas prices. And the second half of the month, when we actually saw a decrease in carbon prices, the cheaper gas prices triggered a decrease in UK power prices even more. Another interesting country would be France. French power prices actually surpassed the German base load in February. So currently French uh, base load is still more expensive than the German base load. French power prices are although showing some signs of recovery in terms of decrease on the risk from the supply side that it's slowly fading away as we are exiting the peak demand season and also especially based on the fact that French nuclear capacity is actually currently 14% higher comparing to last year. It's not only bad news, of course. We do have some countries where prices are actually looking fairly favorable. If we were to pick one of those, then I would like to mention Spanish power prices for calendar 23, where based on the expectation of increased renewable capacity, prices for calendar 23 are actually moving range bound and continue to moving around 43 euros, which is basically the level we've observed since last summer. So these prices are not directly responding to carbon movement at the moment. I think that's an interesting set of observations because we have theoretically a single electricity market in Europe, but quite wide disparities in wholesale prices reflecting the different sorts of power generation. You mentioned nuclear in France, Spain with a, a huge amount of renewables coming on stream. There's an awful lot of renewables in Germany too, but I guess the reason a German power market is quite sensitive to carbon is that most of that is backed up by coal and lignite, which is quite carbon intensive. Is that going to be a problem for German? And consumers as we see much stronger carbon prices into the future, do you think? Uh, potentially, yes. Of course, increased power prices have direct impact on the power, but they also do trigger increase in gas to power generation instead of 
call to power generation. So this will definitely trigger or speed up the move from coal to gas. Wind generation, of course, represents a big proportion in the electricity mix in Germany. This is one of the reasons why we also saw such a strong increase in German power prices in February on the back of lack of the wind. Hence, the generators were forced to point more towards the, the coal and other conventional sources. Indeed, and let's hope that transformation from coal and lignite to gas accelerates in Germany from a CO2 point of view, a process that started somewhat earlier really in the UK because that's had such a big impact on, on emissions. And lastly, looking to what's ahead in the next few weeks and months as we exit the winter period, hopefully without too many problems, are there any particular events or market changes on the horizon that you think consumers and others should keep an eye out for? Of course, we'll be looking towards is the premium from especially gas prices to wash off as we exit the peak demand season. In terms of events, it will be the introduction of the UK ETS trading scheme for carbon certificate, as well as the announcement of the free allocations in Q2 for European generators and other participants of the carbon market. So those would be the top two. What, of course, is sort of recommended to track or to keep an eye on are the LNG deliveries. It will be interesting to see how much or how many cargoes we will see uh, delivered into Europe on the back of the forecasted increase in LNG production in the US, which is set to increase 20% into 21 comparing to last year and another 10% into 22. So longer term, there is some uncertainty around deliveries. Well, that's an awful lot to look out for. Thank you, Petra. That's been extremely useful. Such a lot going on in the European markets. Some of those issues common to all countries and some of them really rather more specific. And one or two that we haven't touched on yet, but I'm sure we will on another occasion, such as whether or not we'll see the Nord Stream 2 pipeline coming on stream in the near future, and if so, when. So thank you very much for your insights on that. I hope you found it useful. If you'd like some more information on this subject, do visit our website at alphaenergygroup.com forward slash UK and we hope you join us for another European or other podcast again soon.